TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Throws in the end zone. It's a trifecta for Stephon Diggs. Can you dig it? Josh Allen, four touchdown passes and a touchdown run. He's a dog. He's a quarterback that you want to play with. He's a quarterback that gives you that energy, gives you that belief. I thought it was just a culmination of everyone doing their job. I still think we have more, uh, but we left a lot out there. Who's your daddy? And now the entire team is going to come out and huddle around Tredavious. This is a very sad sight as the card's now coming out on the field. This isn't good at all. You know, he personifies what it is to be a Buffalo Bill. Mike Danger. You're not going to be able to contain all of the big plays. The Bills, and that would be a shock if we came back here on Monday and said, wow, the Bills defense really, really shut that offense down. Gene Battaglia. Did you ever know you're my hero? Oh, wow. Wow. Hero. And the Bills are in first place in the AFC East with a 48 to 20 victory. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Which stat line is more impressive? 21 of 25 for 324 touchdowns, no interceptions, plus rushing for 17 yards and a score, or six catches, 120 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, the, the, who's the AFC Offensive Player of the Week? Is that what you're saying? It's Eric? one of those two. Yeah, I, I give him Cole. I mean, that's the way I think. If you ask both of those guys, yeah, let's let, let's split it here. Look, Josh Allen, perfect passer rating. Bill says this is what you wanted out of Josh Allen. No more hero ball. Smart passes. Smart football. Plain and simple. What was the phrase we jumped all over on Ken Dorsey there earlier in the season after the the, the Jets loss? Uh, you know, smart football, not conservative football. Yeah, that's exactly what we've seen here the last three weeks. So we were joined earlier by Sal Mayorana, and he said, "Sure, it's cliche, but that was a wake up call." Week one against the Jets, he can't play like that in this league, and when you play. The way they're capable of, my goodness, to put up 48. They could have put up 63. At one point, I'm thinking, wouldn't this be ironic if the Buffalo Bills put up 70 against Miami? Yeah, I I want us to remember this because there are moments of frustration that creep into our fandom when we hear or when we when we don't get the result that we expect. And certainly week one was one of those. I remember saying in the offseason, I believe Ken Dorsey is actually really good at his job. I know that it's he's not going to win every game, but given what he was given, you know, first time play caller last year, you're you're following up Brian Dable who had his success. Hey, yesterday what a great game plan. Just keeping that defense of Miami off balance. 
different motion packages, personnel packages. Your offense ends up with over 400 yards of offense, 7.4 yards a play, and 48 points. That's a good, well-run, coordinated offense by Ken Dorsey. For anybody that thought Sean McDermott should have lost his job or should lose his job, let's remember the adjustments that he made in the first half of this game to prevent the Dolphins after those first two drives where you thought, this is going to be a shootout. Nobody's stopping anybody. After those first two drives, 44 offensive plays for Miami, just 251 yards, six points. The defense Mm. did what it needed to do. You, You had drives ending in punts for Miami, turnovers for Miami, and Sean McDermott's defense, he's he's unlocked something in Ed Oliver. He's unlocked something in Greg Rousseau. He's certainly unlocked something in Terrell Bernard, who had another great day. Bernard and Milano look like the best linebacker tandem right now in the NFL. Who has a better defensive line in the NFL right now? I'm sure if Eagle fans are saying, hey, us, okay, sure, you're, you're very good, Niners, but in the AFC, the answer is Buffalo right now. And the, the, the fact that Von Miller is going to begin practice this week. Now, the way this works is the Bills have three weeks to activate him. So he could practice this week, get himself up to speed, do it next week, do it the week after. And maybe you're looking uh, at the Buccaneer game on a Thursday night at the end of the month. Sure. Maybe you're looking at the Patriot game the week before. My point is that whole defensive line at Oliver, this is what you were hoping for. Rousseau has taken a step up. Daquan Jones. And a guy that I don't know if the Bills are going to be able to afford to keep next year because some team's going to be like, hey, we need defensive line help. A.J. Epinesa, you want to talk about a player that we, we bashed here over the years? A.J. being the top pick of that 2020 class, a second-round pick, but nonetheless, we were looking at him. He's figuring it out. He understands. Hey, if I can't get to the quarterback, he's making me, plays. Yeah, yeah, he's making plays. He's making plays. Uh, welcome to Happy Hour. You're in the sports bar. It's Danger and Bataglia on a victory Monday. We'd love to hear from you and get your thoughts at 866 866- 4326-8664-FAN. We appreciate you listening, however you may be doing so. Locally at 95.7 FM, AM 950. We sound our best in the free-to-download Odyssey app. You can find all of our guest appearances and our, our shows and podcast form when you search out the sports bar wherever you get your shows. We've got our video stream up for you at The Fan Rochester on YouTube, also on Twitch at The Fan Rochester, and you even get us on your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. Yeah, our phone number 585-866-4FAN, 866-4326. Chris in South Central Kentucky listening on the Odyssey app. There's our guy. Yeah, what's going on, Chris? Hey, I just wanted to say actual laughter was produced when I heard Saul and Bill singing some Benny Mardonas. Actual laughter was produced. Well, that's good. It was your idea, Chris. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. feeding us the idea. Yeah, Chris, our writer, we don't pay. We're just so, trained yeah. monkeys here. Mm-hmm. We just do what people... We, we're always here to take requests, Chris. All right. Well, I, I did call in with another thing as well. You know, we've we've seen the best of Josh Allen. We have seen the worst of, of Josh Allen. And yesterday, I saw a throw from him that I just thought... This guy is really finally putting it all together. It was the throw uh, to Cook coming out of the backfield. Yes. It was he was looking downfield, and if he had taken that shot, I certainly wouldn't have blamed him because Kohu and the other uh, 
cornerbacks and uh, safeties. They couldn't cover anything, but he was looking, he was looking. He just saw Cook coming out of the backfield, and it's probably the least physically impressive throw that he had, but I thought that that was just his best throw. He put his guy to make a big play, and I saw that, and I was just like, he is finally putting it all together. It helps when you were facing Miami uh, defense at times. They didn't know how to tackle, and I don't know if, if Stefan Diggs is going to go up against a corner as bad as Kohu was yesterday. Yeah. That was a gross mismatch. But I, to Chris's point, I mean, some of the throws that Allen makes, I mean, think about how bad the quarterback play was with this organization for so long. We're going to be talking about Jacksonville throughout the course of the week. Remember that Jacksonville game with EJ Manuel in London and just how bad that all felt. <laughs> Remember, boy, some of these losses, the Jacksonville most terrifying losses where you lose on opening day to Byron Lefwich, a couple of fourth and ten plays. You lose that game in London. You score three points with Tyrod and Peterman in a playoff That's game. That's right. And now now think about what you get to see. You probably take for granted just how how excellent his play can be. The throws that he makes. I mean, that the touchdown pass to Davis to, to set the tone. Was that a pretty was there a prettier pass thrown? It was just perfectly timed exactly at the angle you needed to be. It was just exceptional. Just really, really great quarterback play. Uh, we've seen it here now for three consecutive weeks out of Josh Allen. And as we stated at the beginning of happy hour, it'd be surprising to me if he's not your AFC offensive player of the week this week, or at minimum, you you make him a co yeah. a co player of the week with with his wide receiver step digs who had three three touchdowns in one game are you not entertained that was fantastic chris have a good week buddy appreciate you listening all right thanks thanks chris uh in south central kentucky it opens the line at 866-4326 okay the the injury aside to trey white the only negative thing i can say yesterday what was Drew Bledsoe doing? Was he drinking his own wine? How can you forget the actual fight song? Or is he just revealing he's really a patriot, not yeah, a Buffalo Bill? There. I don't know, man. That, that was the, terrible. That felt like, uh, oh boy, this is gonna this oh, is gonna be a long oh, afternoon. If oh, 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 he didn't, oh, oh, like there was a question mark <laughs> at the end of it. It's like, no, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. It's not a hard. Did you not score enough points when you were here to have that embedded in your brain? How do you not know the chant? What's do I, I mean, if you see him in the, it, you know, in, in the airport, somebody's going, Hey, what, where, how do you screw that up? Someday we're going to get Drew Bledsoe on the show. Cause I'm sure there'll be something he would want to promote. And I think that's going to be question number one. That's embarrassing. I understand. I actually have sympathy for somebody that freezes uh, during the national anthem. And maybe because it's a difficult chore. But hey, 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 that's not a difficult thing no, to forget. Pretty easy. Yeah. Pretty easy one there. At least he got the where else would you rather be? Right. I mean, that, then you would have known Drew sauced. Drew doesn't even know where he is right now. He can't even say where else would you rather be than right here, right now. He doesn't even know what the fight's on. Yeah. Given how that went, I was nervous. I was nervous beginning of the game. I'm like, oh boy. And then it was back and forth. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, nobody's stopping anybody today, I guess. I like our chances. We could score more points. 
I think we've kind of come to the conclusion what's our position here on the show. Our position is this when it comes to how do you replace Tredavious White? The answer is already on the roster. Like, sure, we could have a month of football go by here, um, which the trade deadline coming up on the 31st, it's practically a month away, and things can change here in two or three weeks. But as things stand right now, I am going to put my flag probably in the ground and say Dane Jackson is just fine as a corner two. And Christian Benford is surprisingly good as a as a corner one. The question danger is Kyrie Elam. What do we expect out of Elam? Yeah, that'll be uh, interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see Sean McDermott today declining to say whether or not he would make Elam active on the roster. You can tweet us at the fan Rochester. On X, on Twitter, uh, as Andrew did, could possibly target A.J. Terrell from Atlanta for uh, the right price. Without a quarterback, the Falcons aren't going anywhere, so a quick rebuild could be in order down there. Why would you do him a favor, Andrew? Why would you bring in somebody from the outside who you don't know has familiarity with your system? You have guys in Elam, in Ingram, and if they've shown anything over the course of the last couple of years, they can actually develop guys that they bring in from scratch. Guys like Benford, guys like Jackson, guys like Rousseau, Ed Oliver. These are all guys that have kind of blossomed into their current state, and it, it took time and care and patience to get them to where they are. I don't think bringing in an outsider. They could, but it's not going to be the big splashy name. It's not going to be the guy that's got a ton of reps. It's going to be the guy that can add to the practice squad. Like last year, they picked up Dean Marlowe right. at safety. Somebody like, oh, you've been here and we're flipping a seventh round pick. And if we need you, that's good to have you around. Some people are suggesting Levi Wallace. I hope there's a better option than Levi Wallace. I don't know where the Steelers are going, Danger. That was a not a good loss. For no, them, you're right about that. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I believe that if Brandon Bean does anything, it's not going to be the big name splash play. It'll be the, let's just add a guy that you've probably never heard of or forgot about that we can throw on the practice squad and break uh, glass in case of emergency. Or maybe there's somebody on a practice squad right now around the league that, sure okay, thing. like the, oh, we like that guy. We didn't get him in the draft. Let's bring him in. Our buddy Steven Victor joining us at 866-4326. Hey, Steve. Hey, fellas. So after Drew's performance, did they put him in uh, Takeo's bikes? You know, a little uh, timeout section in the stadium or what? I'm telling you, Steve, I don't know that he knew where he was because you can't screw that up. And then you throw him in the suite where you have the obstructed view. Drew's probably like, I don't even care. I'm, I'm loaded, man. Uh, like, I'm yeah, just going to give me another bottle of my wine and then let's, let's get this over with. I'm actually a Patriots guy, in case you didn't know. Those are the seats we should have gave him after that. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> I'd like that. Just... You know, have your walk-off shot at 8664 band. Yeah, and it was a Catalana that said, I think she just rotate between Thurman and... and uh, Yeah, Thurman, Kelly. Yeah, just rotate between the guys that are here. Just have them every other week. You know, you could have Thurman one week. You could have uh, Tally one week. And just you know, rotate with the guys that are still around. Instead of bringing in a guy like Bledsoe's, oh, oh, oh. No, there's no question mark. There's no question mark, Drew. You gotta gotta know what you're doing. I, I'm watching this. And I'm like, this is a bad omen. This it is was, not good. It wasn't a good omen. No, but it turned out all right. All right, so omens out the window. It's fine. The Bills get the win by four touchdowns. The the question here, a little close to home for you. How did Leah like her first Bills game? Is she a convert? All right. So my daughter. Uh, 
first ever Bills game. And she never really showed an interest in going to a Bills game or an NFL game. You know, she, like me, Bears, we're we're Bears fans. Like, she grew up loving the Bears and watching the Bears with me when she was a toddler. And then she gets her own interests and kind of like, you know, goes on her own path and doesn't really care as much about watching football on Sundays with her old man. I don't blame her. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You do what you want to do, kid. Um, So she uh, was in it. She was in L.A. a couple of weeks ago. And she had a bunch of uh, European friends that were there that she had met for the first time. And all of them were like, oh, we're going to go to the we're going to go to the Rams game. We're going to go to SoFi Stadium. We're going to go to our first NFL game. And she's like, hey, wait a minute. Why have I never been to an NFL game when I have a team that's, you know, an hour away from us? And she's like, I want to go to a game. I'm like, I thought you'd never ask. Let's go to a game. And we did. She was, I mean, all week it was, I don't know what to wear. I don't have any Bills gear. I got to buy something. I got to buy some Bills gear. I'm like, I'm kind of with you on that. I don't have any Bills gear and I I will wear Bills gear if I'm at a Bills game. I want the Bills to win. They're not my team, but I want them to win. I recognize how great it is when they win. And I love the idea that they're actually a really good team, right? So we show up. Uh, we, we had the world's saddest tailgate. We set up a couple of chairs and a cooler. <laughs> I did smoke some meat the night before. So I brought some brisket and brought some burn ends and, uh, I was enjoying that. She doesn't eat meat. So she wasn't really enjoying that. She's not a big drinker. So she wasn't enjoying any of that. And, and a friend of, uh, of mine from uh, long Island, who's also a bills fan, who's also with his daughter, who's taking in her first Bills game, uh, meet up with them and, and have a good time. She didn't want to do the the tail the like the craziness of the tailgate, right? Like she, we got all the invites, yeah. and I appreciate everybody who reached out and said, "Go to the Hammers Lot, go to go to the Pinto Ron tailgate." Go, like all of that is great, and I know Bo Jackson, who will be in here tomorrow at this time, went and explored all of that, and and he'll share his stories tomorrow when he's on with us. Um, she she wasn't interested in that. So we walked around a bit. We saw some of the lunacy, some of the insanity of the tailgate. We went into the game, and I think she was impressed. I think she was impressed by the energy of it all, the the, the excitement of it all. She claims that the Beyonce show in Toronto was louder than uh, Highmark Stadium was yesterday. I would argue I'd push back on that a little bit. Yesterday, everybody was primed. It, it was yeah. a perfect storm of pride. We love where we live. We love that it was a perfect afternoon and we love this team going up against a team that everybody thinks should beat us, but we all know different. We all know that this team is going to come in here and just be humiliated. And oh, man- and let's point out too, Tyreek Hill was asked about this. Oh, yeah, it's not different than anywhere else. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it did affect, the crowd did affect the outcome of that game. I mean, there were multiple times where you could tell that, that, Tua was rattled that they couldn't get the call, the delay a game, whatever it is, you know, the Bills Mafia showed up in a big way. And so to answer your question, it was a perfect afternoon. It was just a great, it was a long day. As everybody knows, when you go to a Bills game, you're committing your entire Sunday. So it was long. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know that she was really mentally prepared for that, but we, you know, there is, we're stuck in traffic. I look over and, and she's dozed off. I'm like, I win. I win. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I like, like, like she's my 19 year old daughter. I was going to say like, she's eight years old or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like how you feel when you're a parent yeah. and you look back yeah. and you see your kids sleeping in the, in their chair. You're like, ah, success wore them down. It, it, I, I had to soak it in yesterday because well, that's it. The price of being good 
so much for That's the right. beautiful one o'clock kickoff anymore because you and get maybe that was get, part get, of it yeah, too. Gino. That could have been, yeah, absolutely. Because I, it did feel like this was a game that a lot of people wanted to be at, knowing that the schedule wasn't going to be playing nice here anytime soon. No, you get night game, night game, night game. Four twenty-five against the Jets. Four twenty-five against the Cowboys. One o'clock against. New England. Like, this is like New England from Steve Grogan, New England. Isn't this just joyous to watch the Patriots flop? Oh, just comfortably again, not even sweating our survivor pick. How easy that was with the Cowboys. Yeah. And by the way, we knew going into this game, the sports bar karma is real. How many victories does this make for Josh Allen against Miami? Nine Uh. times automatic do you know the last time the bills lost to miami at home you remember this game i'll give you a big old hint hasn't happened in mcdermott's watch mcdermott has beaten the dolphins every year at home this was christmas eve with rex ryan in overtime when he had 10 guys on the field bills were still alive mathematically for the postseason they blew it such a disaster (laughs) the rex ryan era (laughs) bills what a disaster yeah, it's it's a far cry from where this organization is now. And you look around the rest of the NFL, and look, no no team or organization is perfect, far from it. But man, you see some of the dysfunction that exists around the NFL right now. Gino, I'm telling you, the Bears, they're lining up to have not just the first, but the second overall pick in next year's draft. They'll find a way to screw it up. They will find a way to F it up. And I want Ryan Poles to be a success. Pride of Section Five want it to happen. Want to see it's it's not it's not happening. It's it's terrible. Well, the the Claypool thing is very embarrassing. Giving up a second round pick and uh, well, we take a sixth round pick for anybody who wants it's, him. Uh, it's embarrassing. Yeah. I won't say it because we want him to be a success. He's one of our guys, but I guarantee you in Chicago right now, everybody is saying calling into sports talk radio, saying gut it, gut it, gut the entire franchise. Everybody must go. The only person that's safe is the guy that's trying to get you a new stadium in Kevin Warren. That's the only guy that's safe. Everybody else. The business side, good. Everybody else, Everybody else is out. All they care about is building the stadium, so you keep the president. But as far as the team goes, gut it. Tear it down to the studs. I tried to warn you. You were so excited at the beginning. I'm thinking about going to the opener against the, the Packers. Like, danger. Danger, you know this isn't going to go well. Be- no, it's okay. It's different. The, the Jordan Law, like no, I and want set it, the tone. Uh, you know how different my my tone would be right now if they had beaten Green Bay at home week one. I don't care if that's their only win of the season. De- I'm jealous of Detroit. How sad is that? I'm jealous that Detroit has made a commitment to just beating the Packers. That's all you really need to do in that division. Beat Green Bay. And you're winning the division. That's it. It's as simple as it is. Beat Green Bay. Can you beat Green Bay? No? No. Then I'm not interested. I mean, I'll always be interested. But I'm not. I'm not burning a calorie. Terrible. So thank your stars, Bills fans, for how bad things were for so long. This is the, the universe working in your favor. And yeah, the Patriots, the Patriot way is dead. Belichick just suffered the worst loss of his career and it happened to be our survivor pick for week fantastic all right thursday night are you watching marlins phillies game three oh assuming that it it gets to a game three it's a best of three 
Or are you watching actually uh, Bears and Commanders? You, are you asking me? Or are you asking the general listening audience? Uh, you, if, you, 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 for your mental health, you should watch baseball. You know that I'm a psycho and I'm going to watch the Bears and the Commanders and I'm going to do it with my buddies and we're going to go out and we're going to have bad food and we're going to drink a lot of beer and we're going to be belligerent and angry. And that's, that's my lot in life right now. That's where I'm at. So I know. Like, look, for everybody that wanted to, like, the charm of Bill's Mafia as it was born during the drought and the people jumping through tables, like, you're right. You don't see that anymore. Nobody's inflicting harm on themselves anymore. We're past that. We're in a good spot. We're happy fans now. No, I'm at the spot where I'm ready to set myself on fire <laughs> no, and run no, into a bus no, head no, on. That's no, where I'm a dizzy at. dizzy stick and no, yep, no, no. I'm ready to take on no. a bus head on. Let's go. I can tackle that bus. Watch me tackle that bus. That's where I'm at as a, as a fan of that that team. Well, at least for you, buddy. We got the Cubs and the... Oh, thanks, that was That was really nice. Great choke yeah. job by that team. You know, it's rough, rough, rough times right now for my Chicago fandom. But really, really excited based on what we saw yesterday and based on what's coming up for the Bills. Hey, look, this London matchup might be problematic. Jacksonville, for whatever reason, gives this team fits. Trevor Lawrence has been up and down this year. And football players, football coaches, they are creatures of habit. They love routine. This week is anything but routine. Today is routine. Players go in. They get their evaluations. They get graded out. McDermott talked today. And tomorrow, players are off. And then Wednesday, they get on a flight. And if you think about the logistics, hot logistic talk where you got family and this and that and everything else and where are we going, I guess they're staying some 40 minutes outside of London. So they're not making sure that, okay, wherever you're staying, that we're not going to have any distractions as far as I've never been to London. I've been, London's you know, great. Yeah. And yeah, there are distractions. Yeah. I'm sure you can yeah. find plenty of distractions in London if you look hard enough. Um, I'm jealous of everybody that's going. I know Duffy's going from the break room. He's bringing his whole family. I want to say that that uh, they've got tea scheduled for uh, every afternoon while they're down there. Tea at four o'clock, which yeah, yeah. okay. Do what you do. Um, you know, hearing Sal going down with his wife, that's going to be fantastic. Sal Mayorana, Mayorana who <clears throat> Mayorana who joined us uh, from the DNC last Your hour. Continues. <laughs> Sorry, um, he's going with his wife. That's going to be fantastic. Hearing Catalana and Jenna going uh, to to cover for BuffaloPlus.com and Thirteen Wham. We'll look forward to all that coverage, and and I'm kind of jealous. London's a, a really really fun town. Following up on uh, this question I asked earlier, because I'm watching the game yesterday and was just an observation. The guys who wave the flags, I'm like, wow, they don't pay these guys, right? They can't pay them because you're getting this ticket to watch the best vantage point. You're literally right on the field and, okay, there's a score. I'm going to go wave the flag. And, well, we learned today that, indeed, they get paid. I'm trying to figure out how much. And one guy that has the job danger 20 years he's held on to the job. Nice. Of course. It's the easiest job in the world. Can you complain once if you have to do that? I mean, I guess you're complaining because you're out there freezing your cuyons in January and you still have to go out there and run around. But yeah, how much fun are those guys having? And does it add a lot to the game day presentation? No. Not really, but it's it's part of it. It's all part of it, man. I mean, everything is a part of it. Man, I got I got a little choked up. With their their salute to the military yesterday, you hear the guy's story and how he battled cancer and everything. But like, 
there's the, the emotions of the game, the emotions of the atmosphere. Even the national anthem can get you a little bit choked up if it's done right. Last yesterday's was fantastic. Yesterday, the guy hit it. That's the way you do it. You can get you could put a little bit of a touch on it, but just deliver what the people. Want. You know what he could have done. And I said this to Tim, who was sitting next to me. Thank you for the tickets. I I sat next to him, and and we were both it fully invested in the national anthem and the guy as he's um, i go afterwards i go tim you know what was missing from that if he would have done the jim cornelison through you know point at the flag <laughs> the flag <laughs> yeah. was still there if you pointed yeah. at that flag as you're delivering it with the utmost confidence oh you're not losing you're not losing that game you are not losing that game they should bring that guy back every week he was great. Yeah. He was great. Just do the point at the flag. If you're delivering it with that much emphasis as he was, mm, you're not losing. No way. No chance. Too much emotion. Too much fire. Yeah. Overall, great afternoon in Orchard Park. And of course, the Bills getting the win. Uh, Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, an unbelievable offensive performance. Wouldn't be shocked if they're co-AFC players of the week. Uh, we'll find that out here later this week. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be joined by Matt Perino of the Syracuse Post Standard, as we are every Tuesday afternoon at uh, 325, and, and we'll get his take uh, on this game, and we'll, we'll start to look ahead to Jacksonville on Sunday. Early morning Sunday, uh, the Bills in London for their Week 5 matchup. We got shots coming up here. Uh, baseball playoffs are set. A couple of uh, changes of manager, a longtime Red Sox passing. That's really sad news. We did have an NBA trade like, oh, yeah, Milwaukee, that guy had dealt away, went to the one spot you probably didn't want him to go. And yep. this was funny last night. A, a, a national media personality uh, stuck in the Buffalo airport started a drinking game. I would imagine this didn't go too well. Hmm. Uh, well, meaning, yeah, people were throwing him back. All right. We will uh, get into that and more as we get a round of shots lined up for you next in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia, glad you're with us on The Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Tredavious White indeed out for the season. Head coach Sean McDermott of Buffalo telling reporters that White tore his Achilles. As for the win itself... 
Coach is pleased to see guys like Josh Allen and Steph Diggs deliver. Big-time players have big-time games or in these type settings, right? So complimentary football is important. Like that's It's a team win, but your star players have to play at star levels in these games, uh, and that's a weekly thing, and those guys played at that level. One other injury note, Christian Benford day-to-day with a shoulder. He did return to action yesterday. Bills heading to London to face the Jaguars game on Sunday, the team leaving on Wednesday. Monday Night Football has the Giants and the Seahawks. The baseball playoffs begin tomorrow. Gene Battaglia in the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Line them up. It's time for a round of shots. Yes. Uh, your baseball playoff matchups are set. Uh, the four teams that get the buys, Atlanta, the Dodgers, no surprise, Baltimore, and Houston. They rebound to actually win the AL West, so they are uh, going to have a week off here. The four wildcard matchups, best of three, and all at the, the higher seed here. Toronto is at Minnesota. Texas is at Tampa Bay, Arizona, Milwaukee. And the primetime games this week, they don't mix this up here. Uh, it's going to be Miami at Philadelphia. Amongst the teams that are missing out here, the Mariners, the Cubs, and the Reds. So Miami, Philadelphia, you say the primetime. The, the, those are the ones. Yeah. The, bigger TV audience probably get more more eyeballs on with those two I, markets. So 8 o'clock, that's going to be on uh, either ESPN or ESPN2. 7 o'clock will be the Arizona-Milwaukee matchup. Toronto, Minnesota at 4.30 in the afternoon. And then buried at 3 o'clock, and I'm sure everybody over 13 Wem loves us, uh, Texas and Tampa Bay, which if you remember this last year, and I re- weird how I remember things like this, Philadelphia was playing St. Louis. Game goes to extra innings. It's a Friday. It also happens to be Ginny Ryan's last day on the air. And like, oh, my gosh, she's not going to get the sign off the way yeah. that she wants to because this game went to extra innings. Yeah, I, I remember that now that you mentioned. I can't remember if it was Jenny or if it was Doug, but so, you know, somebody was retiring and it was supposed to be a special, special newscast. And the, the nope. baseball had something to say about that. But I out of those matchups, I think I'm most intrigued by Toronto, Minnesota. Because yes, I think Toronto can go in there and win. Conversely, I think Minnesota can beat Toronto. Well, I think it's gonna be, yeah. It's, it, but right, I, like when Minnesota's in the postseason, inevitably they have to face the Yankees, which never ends well for Minnesota. So this is the year you're saying Minnesota's like, wait a second, how do they get to the World Series? You're right. Like yeah. th- there's something intriguing. I don't think Minnesota's the best team in the postseason, but that series is compelling to me because I'm curious to see if Minnesota can actually advance. I think, and again, there are so many of us danger, Yankee fan, Met fan, Red Sox fan, Cub fan. We're all bystanders here. Like, what? What do we? All right. So, what do we root for? A, a good matchup. Atlanta, Baltimore would be a lot of fun. I root for chaos. You know me. No chaos would be like, oh, if we get Minnesota, Milwaukee. Like, who that, cares? That's beyond chaos. That's apocalyptic. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that's not happening. But, Arizona and Texas. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. But it would be fun to see a team like me. I would like to see Minnesota advance just to see, just because it's different. I like what Sal said. I like Baltimore. That would be fun. Baltimore, Atlanta would be a lot of fun. I don't know if any team is going to match up against Houston, though. Houston getting the bye. 
Houston with the experience. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, I don't like they're going about back. It. Yeah, uh, teams making moves at manager Buck Showalter yesterday in, in making his announcement. Noticed a few reporters that were on their phones tweeting and asked respectfully, "Hey, can you just at least wait until I'm done making this announcement?" <laughs> uh, Showalter's out with the Mets. Oh, and after winning, you called this one two years ago. He won 107 games as the manager of the yeah. Giants. Uh, not coming back is Gabe, Gabe Kapler. Gabe Kapler yeah. So if you're the Giants, do follow the bull, the the blueprint that Chicago has. Bring back a guy who the fans love, who you could. He doesn't have to have managerial experience, but he just knows the game, and you'll immediately at least at minimum you'll have fan engagement. Bring back Buster Posey to be your manager, or bring back whoever has the or bring in whoever has the best relationship with Shohei Otani. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're going to make a run at him. Uh, sad news for Red Sox fans. Tim Wakefield passing away. Couldn't Nuggets. believe this. Yeah. I found this out yesterday while I was at the Bills game. I saw it cross my feet. I'm like, wait a minute. Holy S. Yeah, he had brain cancer, and this was not the best way to kind of find out for the public. Kurt Schilling on his podcast against Wakefield's consent shared this with everybody, and then Wakefield passing uh, three days later. Uh, the Red, Red Sox just confirming he had an illness. Uh, just saying that Wakefield requested privacy. He was only 57. Even making matters worse, his uh, his wife has terminal cancer, too. That's terrible. And that was also shocking to me. 57. I'm like, God, he's 57, which is young. But then I'm trying to remember, like, when did he pitch until? He pitched late into his career because, <laughs> let's face it, I mean, you're throwing knuckleballs. You're not really putting that kind of strain. Or are you? I mean, like, it felt like he had a long Long career. Yeah, he, well, what he's probably best known for is giving up that home run in 03. Before the Red Sox won it all, it was the Aaron Boone in the 2003 in extra innings. and that Maybe that's what's got me screwed up is 2003 doesn't feel like 20 years ago. <laughs> Maybe that's what's got me screwed well, up. Well, at that point, okay, so do the math. That would be 37. It would have been 37. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't feel like 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, the next time Syracuse football plays at home, it's going to be November. <laughs> <laughs> Good scheduling there, Orange. Uh, Syracuse was flat, losing to Clemson, 31-14. to This week, the Orange are off, but then it gets fun. By fun, I mean not so fun. The Orange play at North Carolina. That's going to be followed up by another road game against a national contender in Florida State. So good luck to the Orange. Hey, look, I mean, you, you were flat against Clemson. That was an opportunity that you missed. If you want anybody to get excited about this program, you're going to have to beat a Florida State. You're going to have to beat... A North Carolina. Otherwise, it's just like, okay, what are they? They're a perennial six or seven win team that can beat up on on cream puffs, but can't get it done against the players. The uh, final week of the preseason. Yay. Let's get to the real season in hockey uh, for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, next playing on Wednesday night, they are in Columbus. So with a little time, if you were at the game yesterday, you noticed uh, there were a bunch of Sabre players, maybe the whole team, in fact, all on the field uh, with the uh, with Jim Kelly before the game yeah. getting introduced. Yeah, it was really cool uh, seeing the Sabres out there. Lots of enthusiasm from the Sabres. I, I like, I, I, I believe that they're going to come in with a different level of confidence than they've had before. I mean, like it, you saw it kind of brewing through the course of last year. And let's face it, you had a couple of really rough patches last year that prevented you from taking that next step. And I think this team, you know, we've been talking about it all yeah. offseason expectation is postseason for these guys. Got to make it in the playoffs. Be that team this year. Drew Holiday's time in Portland lasted just four days uh, after getting dealt from Milwaukee uh, to Portland part of the Dame Pine trade. Holiday 
Goes probably the one spot the Bucks didn't want him to go. That's, That's right. to Boston. <laughs> um, so Boston gets Malcolm Brogdon, or excuse me, Boston giving up Malcolm Brogdon and Robert Williams. Portland also getting... Uh, 2024 first round pick. This was actually the Warriors first round pick. So I figured that's not going to be good. And a 2029 unprotected first round pick from Boston. I think that uh, if you're Boston, you had to make this move, right? And and I kind of like this move. I like the Dame move to Milwaukee. Who doesn't, right? Like that's a great move for Milwaukee. But this move... Boston's letting everybody know, like, look, you're going to have to get by us. I'm wondering... Like, cause you're, you're moving holiday. And like, if you're Milwaukee, like, okay, you know, Portland is going to like move him at some point. Could they have said, Hey, uh, we're going to make this move, but gentlemen's agreement, you're not sending him to Boston. That's the one place that he couldn't go. At that point, you can't, you know, like deals off. If you're going to tell me what I can do with the assets I'm acquiring via trade, then the deal is off. No, there's no gentleman's agreement. I want to get what we can get while we can get it. They got two first round picks for him. Good for Portland. Good for Boston. Game on. Let's see how it goes in the East. What are we doing in 20? At least it wasn't 2030. This is 2029. The NBA is silly. It's just bananas. (laughs) 2029 first round pick. Here. Finally, ESPN's uh, Jeff Darlington was in Western New York yesterday covering Bill's Dolphins. And, well, there was a flight delay. So he had some time to kill the Buffalo Airport Bar last night. Who doesn't like going to an airport bar? Uh, a lot of Bills and Dolphins fans who were flying out, they were also there. And what was on last night, Mike Danger? Well, we, probably something we were all watching. So Darlington came up with this idea. For every five cutaways of Taylor Swift, Darlington would buy everyone in the bar a shot. Ooh. That's at least three rounds he bought, right? All right. So he actually set the over-under pretty high on that. So he was saying every five cutaways. He probably thought, all right, if they get five cutaways, I'll buy everybody a round of shots. No big deal. I work for ESPN. I can afford it. You didn't really think that it was going to be, what, up to 15, 16? Do we get a final count on the cutaways for Taylor? So if somebody was was monitoring, I know Tim. Mondo was cut. Yeah, a lot of it. Tim in my neighborhood, you know, counted the first four. I lost track after that. Who... Who do we have, or how, do we know how many actual cutaways I we had? I don't know. I the one thing I did kind of find uh, funny was she's holding this drink. You're, you, it looks like a vodka cranberry or something like that, and Brittany Mahomes is ugh. sitting in front of her just with this bee face. Right? It is like, ugh, it's like I have to be this friend. I'm not the center of attention here anymore. I uh, I didn't bring this up last week when this first became a story, a pop culture slash sports story. But it, a lot of us forget Taylor is a brilliant business person doing whatever they ask her to do, wherever they need her to be. She's not on the road. She's attending NFL games with her new boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. And we all want to believe that they're going to be happy for a long, long time, of course. But, uh, but. there is... Uh, a movie coming out in a couple of weeks that has her name all over it. It's the movie based around her tour. And there's the first commercial. I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Just in case I I know that everybody believes that this is real and genuine and she's perfect and can do no harm. and, And all of this is, is genuine that none of this is scripted, that n- this is just pure romance. This has nothing to do with business. Nothing, so nothing to all. do. There's no calculation whatsoever. I'm sure her heart is in the right place, and she's just there to support her boyfriend 
on his NFL endeavors. It has nothing to do with the business of the brand, which is Taylor Swift opening soon in movie theaters everywhere. The Eras Tour. Yeah. Okay. Christian Gonzalez, torn shoulder labrum. This is the number Patriots. one Patriots. Yeah. Wow. So the, and Judon tore a tendon in his bicep as well. So the Patriots lost arguably their two top defensive players. <laughs> Belichick suffering the worst loss of his career. God, you hate to see it. You hate yeah. to see it. Yeah. Yeah, well, we just get prepare for our next game, the Saints. Uh, I didn't appreciate Bataglia picking us uh, against us. No. There's a little pool there. Do you know that Dallas, this is a stat we should have ripped off on, on Tuesday when you made that pick for Dallas. Dallas is 9-1 and one after suffering a loss over the last whatever, however many years, two years or whatever it is, which is the best in the NFL. Nine times. We could have argued that Dallas rebounds from a bad loss better than any team in the NFL. They don't lose multiple games in a row. Mm, we have already gone through, and we have a lean this week. Okay. And your only tease is going to be, mm, beware of taking the highest point spread this week. All right. Mm. So tomorrow we'll set you up. We've, we've got a good show lined up for you tomorrow. Uh, Gino's got his survive and advance pick. We'll let you know when that's happening tomorrow. Who's stopping by the sports bar as well. We'll have some friends and guests uh, swinging by tomorrow afternoon here on the fan Rochester last call on the way at eight, six, six, four, three, two, six, the most dangerous words in all of sports talk radio. We go to the phones next on the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A U D A C Y Odyssey. They've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Man, what an afternoon in Orchard Park, right? Western New York, the crowd. I don't think I've heard a crowd that loud in my, in my career in the NFL. And uh, there are times when you couldn't even we couldn't even communicate with the middle linebacker out there. And I'm sure, you know, Dorch had the same issue with Josh, but... Um, amazing, amazing environment. Um, really proud of the players. Bills head coach Sean McDermott yesterday after the win in Orchard Park, and it was loud. It was electric. Great turnout and a great result for the Buffalo Bills as they moved to first place, 3-1 and one in the AFC East. It's last call at 866-4326. Tomorrow on the show, we'll be joined by Matt Perino, from the Syracuse Post Standard, his usual time at 325. Now, your surviving advance pick, we're going to bump up a little bit. Yeah, the 345. I'm going to my son's uh, senior day. He's a cross-country runner. So uh, thank you for let, you know, letting me out here. Thank Andrew. me. It's your yeah. son's senior day. Get <laughs> out of here, pal. So Bo Jackson will be coming in from the B. I'll hand the baton off to him. So survive in advance. Feel very confident, as I always do. But this one in particular, 345 tomorrow on the show. Tony Cotillo in the 4 o'clock hour. Talk a little fantasy. Yeah, and uh, we'll have... We'll review uh, Monday Night Football tonight. Why am I feeling the Giants all of a sudden? Why do I feel like I should go with the Giants here, who whose two losses came against two of the better teams in the NFL in Dallas and in San Francisco? Why do I think the Giants at home tonight could could upset the 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 Seahawks? They should the home underdog on Monday night. Yeah, it's like I don't even feel like an upset though. Yeah, 
I don't know. I, I might go Giants tonight. We'll uh, we'll recap tonight's Monday Night Football game. Look ahead to Week Five in the NFL from a fantasy perspective with uh, Tony uh, Cotillo, our fantasy Goomba the from fantasy Win Daily Goomba. Sports. Yeah, and Bo Jackson joining us right around four o'clock uh, tomorrow afternoon from the B Morning Coffee Club, as well as Gene enjoys Senior Day. Priorities are in line, buddy. I love hearing that. We got uh, oh, you know what? Zach Gelb is not on next. Because he is on for Maggie and Perloff, who's our new morning show on the fan. So, you know, CBS Whoa. Radio, CBS Sports Radio next. Who's on? Okay, we'll find we'll out. We'll find out next together. It'll be a, a, a team effort here next in the, in uh, on the fan Rochester. Have a great night. I'm Tony Kornheiser, and this is my show. What, you expecting something different? Whether you're looking for deep, insightful dives into the day's top sports stories, that's why we have guests, right, Nigel? Or simply how to get changed for 100. You'll find it on the Tony Kornheiser Show. From football picks, from the best prognosticators in the business, including a monkey, to real-time baseball playoff analysis, to traffic in an area where you don't live. We got you covered. My friends, come on, and you know them. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.